Hey, Download Listener Supervising Producer Andrew Curlin here. Are supply chain issues still disrupting operations? Well, let me tell you, Graybar has you covered. They are the leader in distribution of electrical, communications, data networking, and industrial products. Professionals across the country rely on Graybar's nationwide logistics network to get them what they need, when and where they need it, and within budget. That's right, and they're operating with one clear mission, to serve as the vital link in the supply chain, adding value for customers and suppliers with innovative solutions and services. Let me tell you, here's what makes them different, is you know being able to effectively navigate supply chains to get products on site and on time is so crucial these days, and Graybar's nationwide logistics network is a game changer in keeping projects on task. So when you need a hand powering, connecting, or maintaining your operations, join thousands of professionals who rely on Graybar to help keep them up and running. Check out Graybar. Visit graybar.com to start an order today. Hey everyone, Dirty Mo Media President Mike Davis here, excited to tell you about one of our newest sponsors at Dirty Mo, Airbnb. The irony here is that Airbnb is new to Dirty Mo Media, but Dirty Mo Media is not new to Airbnb. It has been accommodating us for years. And if you are a race fan, and I think you are, you know why. I mean, you've booked hotels at, uh, during a race weekend. They're, the prices are insane. You're stuck with these unreasonable multi-night minimums. Whereas Airbnb, you got many choices, all within proximity, and it ends up being way more affordable. Now, I'm not only a frequent Airbnb guest, but my wife and I are also Airbnb hosts. And you should be too. We've been doing it for years. I'll tell you why. We have an investment property that we realized it could be earning additional income through Airbnb. You don't have to have an investment property to do that. You could just find extra space in your home. That works too. It all could be making you some extra cash. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. I am weird, dude. You are weird. <laughs> Mr. Dale Earnhardt Jr. That <laughs> <laughs> family picnic sometimes <laughs> gives you more than just a potato salad. That's the voice of my co-host and one of my best friends in the whole wide world, Mike Davis. We're screwed. What does that mean? No, we're not standing in that box together in our underwear. <laughs> are you kidding me, Mike? Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Hey everybody, it's Dale Jr. Welcome back to another episode of the Dale Jr. Download. It is Tuesday, October 17th. I've been out of the office for a couple weeks, but I'm back. And joining me for today's show uh, is my sister, Kelly. Hey, Hello, you? Brother Dale. Nice to see you. It's good to see you. Sir. Mike Davis is under the weather. Poor Mike. Yep. So um, it's great that you're going to be filling in this week, all right, because we have a special guest coming in tomorrow, Johnny Morris. And um, he owns Bass Pro Shops, uh, which is a proud sponsor here at Junior Motorsports. And you've been doing such a great job on the Business of Motorsports episodes. Love the last one uh, with, with the owner of Millbridge. Thank you. thought that was so clever uh, to have her on, to be able to tell her side of the story. And so, anyhow, um, I, it's kind of a nice blend back toward, you know, the traditional guest Dale Junior downloads with me. Uh, but also, you know, using we'll have some of your business of motorsports um, uh, seasoning on this show. I'm excited to see what you asked Johnny and pressure. Yeah, well, there's no pressure. <laughs> no. But we're in the Bojangle studio. Awesome to be back. I have missed it, and um, want to tell you why I've been gone. But uh, want to thank uh, before I do that, Lionel. Um, I'm looking across the table. Still no sun dry plate model stock, but. Uh, there is the Larson late model stock. I do see that one. Um, but I'm excited. The new late model stock tool seems to be received well across social media. And um, everyone has ordered, pre-ordered their Sundrop cars, they're telling me. I've got mine on the way. Oh, I see the uh, Bass Pro Shops one here. Um, anyways, we always talk about that. I can't wait to see that Sundrop one. Yeah. Everything's here but the Sundrop one. Wonder um, why. Yeah, so mm. I'm excited. I'm excited. Soon enough, I'm going to walk in here and it'll be here. And it'll be here. Yeah. But um, anyways, thanks, Lionel, for everything they do for us. A little bare today. The table's a little bare. Couple, couple die cast short. Hmm. I don't know who's responsible. Wonder what's missing. Try to shorten the low a little bit. I don't know who's responsible. Is it getting, I don't is see it, my die cast. Is it getting too cluttered? It looked a little colored Did yesterday. It? Damn it. <laughs> I, we're going to have to get some more die cast. Yeah, get a, get a 38. That way you can put it on the table when yes, I'm in yeah. here. 
There's <laughs> <laughs> not enough diecast. Not enough. One day, every square inch of that table will be covered in diecast. <laughs> That's so, not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, something I wanted to tell you, Kelly. Um, you look around this room, you see all kinds of cool memorabilia, uh, and it's from all kinds of different things. A lot of helmets, though, in here. And you know that I've been collecting, uh, by great fortune, some uniforms, right? Yes. And most recently, I acquired one of Dad's 1981 uh, season cup uniforms. Uh, Rick Hendrick also has another 1981 cup uniform. So two of possibly the only two in existence. Because back then, how many did they yeah, have? Right. right? They had yeah. two, maybe three. And they wore those suckers out. Every week, right? <laughs> they wore the, yeah. yeah. So I believe that Rick Hendrick and me My own the only two 1981 Wrangler uniforms in, in existence. But I don't have the helmet. Um, one of, uh, I don't, I don't have, uh, I won't name names, but, uh, there's a fan out there that comes by as Unimerge Sports from time to time, and he has built a replica Magnum helmet from 1981. Dad oh, wow. wore it. So there's some, you remember that t- One Tough Customer video? Yeah. Uh, where I get drug across the, the boat ramp on my butt. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, trying to learn how to ski. Yes. Back in 1981. You're um, behind the boat skiing on two, uh, tubing maybe as well. But we're in that video. You're, I think you're maybe go-karting a little bit in there. I'm not sure. I think but so, yeah. We did that go-kart yeah. thing. Yeah. So anyhow, um, in that video, you can see this helmet that Dad's wearing as he's racing around Charlotte Motor Speedway. Oh. And as they're filming that documentary, you can see this helmet multiple times. Well, he this this very incredible fan has made a perfect replica. He sent me some pictures of it. So now I have I'm gonna bring it in here and set it in here. I might have to change out Kel Yarbrough and put the put the helmet up there on the shelf. Mm. But anyways, we need more space. I get so Goodness, excited about I that. I know it's exciting. It is exciting. I can't. You know, I've collected things for a, a long time. But here recently, my fortunes have been incredible. Yeah, and you've really been getting some good right, stuff. That's from what I Dad. mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the text from Rick was funny when he sent you those pictures, and I was wondering where you were going to take it if you were going to try to snaggle those from uh-uh. him or not. No, <laughs> you're just glad he has them. I'm just glad they're where they are. But he he so Rick sent me and Kelly a text. In that text was a 1981 Dale Earnhardt uniform, cup uniform, a 1980 it's it's 82 or 83 white. Bud Moore, Dale Earnhardt uniform, um, and uh, when he drove the Ford for Bud Moore, number 15. And then there was another uniform that was Dad's Suzuka AC Delco uniform from when he went to Japan. That's right. Um, <clears throat> so pretty cool to see those type of uniforms and stuff popping up from time to time. Um, so usually this is pretty easy to do when we um, when we do this show, we, we kind of break into the show with a little bit of a human element, right? And it just kind of a shoot conversation and with mike it's easy we talk about farts and things like that right i with, know i saw but that but you, i have some comments let's talk right. about farts and okay. bad breath yeah please. Okay. <laughs> i am married yes. so i know a little bit about farts all right so here we go um <laughs> the uh the i was having a conversation with amy the other day for everybody out there uh play along <laughs> um amy and i so we're walking around or doing something and i farted and she goes you know she gets mad uh, she just can't stand it, and um, <clears throat> I'm like, you know, I can't. Hold, it's it's unhealthy to hold farts, right? You got to let them go. Uh, I feel like if you if you hold a fart and it goes back up in there, it's bad for your system. Your system's like, wait, this is not it how this works. Be. Yeah, this is not the way the system works. <laughs> let the fart out. <laughs> and so, you know, uh, she's uh, Amy's other comment, and I wish she was here to to help, but she will also <laughs> say. Um, well, go to the bathroom. Like when I would, when if, if you fart, right? Um, she just she her 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 direction for you is go to the bathroom. And I'm like, well, I don't need to use the bathroom. <laughs> I just had to fart. I don't I don't need to I don't need to have a full bowel movement. And you can do that anywhere. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that's not what's coming. All right, that was just some gas <laughs> from eating too many grapes. Um. And so, she just assumes that the next thing that is is a poop, right? And I, I'm like, I, I don't know what, I don't know what that's all about. 
but um, I guess her experiences is like if she's if she begins to get gas, that, that means that it's time to go to the bathroom. But um, and we should again, I don't want to assume she'd have her on the show so she can share. But <laughs> this started a debate with me and her, and um, and I'm like, you know, it's better. I was like, you know, I know I walk around and fart from time to time randomly. And yes, you may, you know, Amy, you, you may have to smell it, but it's better than me having bad breath all the time. And she said, no, I think I'd rather have bad breath all the time. Really? Right. Yeah. I'm surprised about that. Yeah. Because, so yeah. I said, Hey man, I, we, we were sitting there and I said, Amy, I'm putting this in my notes for my show. I'm going to have a debate about this. Okay. And she's like, yeah, she thinks that other people too would, would choose bad breath over farting constantly um and maybe not farting more than normal right just a normal <laughs> well, amount of, let's define normal <laughs> yeah the normal amounts of farting is probably let's say um i don't know if, let's say four to six times a day is that a regular farting routine for you guys i, I would say so yeah, yeah. depending if it's taco night or not maybe right. a little more yep so um all right so six farts six smelly farts a day. Or bad breath. bad breath, right? Right? I mean, who would want bad breath? That would, I would, I would deal with your farts, right? Rather than your bad breath all the time. Well, the thing is, is you can get up and move away from farts, but it's kind of offensive to move away from people with bad breath, yeah. don't you think? Like, and it's un, so, and, and I just can't stand it. Bad breath is so much worse than bad. farts. Yeah, right. yeah. And yeah. bad breath is like a hygiene thing versus like everybody farts. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah. I wonder about that. Is bad breath a hygiene thing? Sometimes I think uh, that there's some. There is there's chronic some bad genetic, breath. Yeah, genetic. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Halitosis. Yeah. Isn't that what they call it? <laughs> we yeah. can't do Sounds that. Right. <laughs> we don't know that. Look that up. <laughs> halitosis. Yeah. Is that chronic halitosis? If you have a cavity, I think. I think I've seen a commercial for that. Tim, yeah. you weren't prepared for this. I was prepared. I actually, <laughs> some farts actually, you get used to the smell and they kind of like you get used to it. Yeah. And it kind of smells. Yeah. Good. Huh. Yeah. That's why. Kind of smells. Did you say good? Yeah. It's kind of like a guilty pleasure kind of thing. Like when you <laughs> smell, you're like, oh man, I know I'm gonna eat this. It's gonna be good. I, it's sort of food yeah, smell. Exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like I, I honestly could do not. And my, I'm so unbothered by the smell of my farts. But Amy, on the other hand, is the oh, the, the other end of that. She's like, ugh, can't believe you farted it on. And it's, I could be, I could be sitting on the other side of the room. I can't believe you farted in my face. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, I'm not in your face. Whoa, I didn't yeah. walk up and just, you know. Didn't look up the wind direction and go down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be so mad. Um that's funny we were this has this is this is farts or burps in my case but sunday night we were having dinner my daughter carson and her boyfriend rover and you know how um uh carbonation makes you burp right mm, yeah. so like we're drinking we're having a carbonated ginger ale and carson is burping and l dub is across the table furious with her because she's burping and she's he she's he's like you're gonna run your boyfriend off because it's like the you know Logan and he's he's a new boyfriend a few months in and um and so it wasn't like within a minute I took a sip of my ginger ale and like this big burp came out <laughs> he mm. was furious at the two of us and I'm, and I don't I don't agree with farting at the dinner table but Wyatt thought it was so funny that we were burping and that L Dub was getting mad that then he farted at the dinner table oh my god <laughs> what a what a moment. <laughs> Chaos. Right <laughs> what, was the, what was the rest of the restaurant doing? <laughs> well, we weren't. At, we were at home, but oh, you know. <laughs> that's different. Doing that in a restaurant. Damn, I had you at a TGI Fridays. Oh. Or a, so I, can you fart at the table at, at home? I had y'all at an Applebee's, and everybody. <laughs> no, 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 no. Everybody's we're gonna like, have to ask you. What leave. is going on with the Millers? <laughs> we were at the <laughs> corner booth. Give we them ten are. minutes. <laughs> there. <laughs> oh man, <sighs> I um, yeah. Yeah, I'd much rather. I I will say, hey, I will say though, man, I'm with LW. No farting at the table or no, no burping. No, <laughs> Carson should not be burping in front of her boyfriend of two months. Well, it was kind of under her breath, like it, it's hard. It's oh. a carbonated drink. Like I hear Carson. Mine was loud. See, that's how I thought Carson's was because I could what see Carson think about just going. Bleh. No, what do you think about the mom burping in front of the boyfriend? That's a new boyfriend. <laughs> totally cool totally cool yeah totally cool 
I'd be like, all right. You tell your friends about I've, that one. I, I like this family. <laughs> yeah. I would be like, I like this family. It's a good family. You feel like yeah. comfortable. Yeah. 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 Like everybody's comfortable. Mom's burping. Dad's <laughs> offering me beer. This is a great family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, this is uh, this also moved on to uh, that we were having this conversation uh, at the live um, Dale Jr. and Friends show in Vegas, and this moved to another conversation around farts. Um, someone, I think it might have been Brett, was amazed that you could catch a fart in your hand, and I was so amazed that Brett didn't Brett one of the most offensive people on our <laughs> on our talent line, did not already know this, right? Um, I had no clue. This is such a Brett thing, right? Catching farts in your hand. I couldn't believe that he didn't even know anything about it. But he was amazed that you could catch a fart. So you can catch I your, did not know that you could do that. Yeah. It has... What's the name? You said so, the yeah. name. <laughs> I was trying to... I was literally... I spent the rest of the weekend trying to remember what the name of this well, so, thing was. Um... I don't know if it's official or not. You want to check it? Yeah, I'll double check um, on on Google. But uh, anyways, we so back in the day when I was a little younger and 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 much more an idiot. Me and my friends were. It's it's called a cup of cheese. Ah. <laughs> okay. All right, it's called a cup of cheese. So at least. My friends called it a cup of cheese. So you you catch a fart in your hand, you walk up to somebody, and you you just open your hand right there in front of their face, and I'm going to tell you it's very effective. <laughs> and um, Brett was walking, Brett walked in, was like, can y'all believe this is even possible? And I was like, Brett, this has like ha- been happening for decades. Like my, my, when I was, when I was, you know, just a kid, like this is known. Yeah. Did you know it? No, I didn't. You did not know. know. Okay, Google Google backs you up. That's what it is. Really? I had no clue. Is there any more information that would make me feel better about myself? Uh, (laughs) A cup of cheese is also a measuring cup to estimate how many ounces of actual cheese you have. (laughs) 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 I knew that. I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. You can catch a fart in your hand (laughs) and it'll stay in there until you open your hand up. Now, I mean, obviously, you know, it is it is time sensitive. Yeah, it yeah. will escape. Gotta get out there quick. <laughs> <laughs> Farts can be elusive. <laughs> um, you ever done one into a Ziploc bag and then seal it up? Oh, that, that's what my goodness. Do. Yeah, don't do y'all that. did Have that. Have you ever done that? <laughs> Whoa, yeah. my god! Oh, yeah, that was vile. That was vile. Like they don't, ah. you don't want to get that one. Don't in your get face. that one. If someone was sleeping, and I'm oh, sure. Yeah. Okay, oh. Er- <laughs> everybody that's listening is also <laughs> going. Everybody is listening is screaming at their radio or whatever their phone. However, they're enjoying this show, or maybe not enjoying this show. <laughs> yeah. um, Dutch oven. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. And so, you know what a Dutch no. oven is, Kelly? Yeah, I cook right. with one. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's then when no. you're when when you're in bed with your with oh, your better half, right? Oh. And you fart and you pull the sheet. I over. do that. I've done that. <laughs> You've done that. Yeah, I've done that. LW hates it. You did it. <laughs> wow. Oh my God, Kelly. <laughs> Can't believe this. That is cool. I did it that too. One of the times that I have to to toot like that is in bed. Yeah. That's how when it happens. Yeah. 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 When I lay down, maybe something with your body when you oh, lay down. Oh, hey, well this is the one thing I've learned if you're if you do have gas, lay down on your left side. Oh. Yeah. Comes right out. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. If you've got like if you're having some pains and you're mm-hmm. like, I don't know what's going on, uh lay down on your left side and for whatever reason the way your pipes are routed, it is effective to allowing the gas to escape yeah, that's generally when it happens for me so i did that one time and i will never do it again oh, amy no. was furious <laughs> i thought that she would get a little angry or a little annoyed but um, so i don't really i i have i don't really pull the covers up every time but what happens <laughs> is i leave the covers like very tightly around yes. me yeah. and then when he oh, goes to gosh. get in his side of the bed <laughs> oh my gosh so knowing how now that we all know right now that we all know how frustrated Amy is with me farting around her, every time I get in bed and I and I toot, I'm like, oh, oh, son of a gun, let's we're sealing this up, I know buddy. You try to yeah. keep it. Yeah. Like, Turn it, it out. Don't move. Turning every fan on. Don't move. Don't move. Because I mean, and and uh, it's usually like I, so. I'm sitting there still as a I can be. 
yeah. sealed up. Yeah. Don't let the fart out. <laughs> Don't let her know. And then she'll move and she'll go, <laughs> my God. And I'm like, well, you're the one that moved. You, dis- you disturbed it. Yeah. Mm. Pop the vacuum. It's seal. panic mode for yeah. a moment. Yeah. You're like, don't anybody move. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine, Tim Duggar, likes uh, to drink beer. He's he's a country singer. And um, this past week, uh, he got a pretty bad hangover in in Vegas. And he, I can't imagine. Yeah. Well, he said he drank eight espresso martinis. Eight. And so Tim Duggar gets tired. Mm. He drinks beer. He gets gets a little beard out, right? And I just can't see him drinking espresso martini. I know martini. it. Well, I think, having talked to him, that he doesn't know that you can get the espresso by itself. Oh. He thinks that the only way to enjoy espresso he needs alcohol with it. <laughs> is in an espresso martini. <laughs> and he's like, I'm like, dude, you know, I... I um. I drink coffee from time to time. He's like, ah, I don't drink coffee. I'm like, well, that's what espresso is. Now I'm probably going to get some backlash because the hardcore espresso Slightly fans are going right? to be like, it's they not are. coffee. Yeah, they are. Yep. But um, I just wanted a short message to Tim Duggar and anyone else out there who's confused. Um, you don't have to drink espresso martinis uh, to enjoy espresso. Um, another thing about Tim Duggar, we've talked about it on this show before. Did you know um, me and Amy were enjoying uh, my birthday the other day? We were in a bar, and Tim played. The, I was at this bar specifically to play touch tunes. You love some touch tunes. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a very narcissistic kind of activity to go to a bar and control the music for the entire bar. Mm. But I do enjoy it. <laughs> and enjoy so, it. huh? Yeah, <laughs> I do. Um, and so I don't know if the, I, you know, I'm the kind of person that's like, I want to control the car radio. Uh, I want to control the music. You I want to DJ, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, it's your music or no music. Yeah. I'm getting better. <laughs> Not quite the way I used to be, but, uh, anyways, man, I, you know, I go into the bar and I sit down and the bar is playing eighties music, pop, rock, whatever. Right. And I'm like, I can dig with this. I have uh, a lot of songs that I like that are right in this wheelhouse, and I'm just going to keep it going, right? I'm going to just flip the whole vibe. So I start playing um, some 80s pop, and the bartender's like, do you play this? This is good. Yeah, yeah. You know, And we're playing this. We played 20, 25 songs, right? And uh, Tim learns that we're at this bar. He's somewhere else in the country, and he gets on his touch tune app, and he plays Fine Young Cannibals, She Drives Me Crazy, mm-hmm. thinking that he was going to flip the vibe. Mm-hmm. He thought I was probably in there playing some pop punk or some country. Yeah, I was going to say that flows right along with what was going on. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I'm going to ruin their day. Because <laughs> you can do that. Yeah. You can play a song in any bar. I can open up my app right now and play a song at any bar I want in the country. It's pretty crazy. Is, pretty loud. Know, it shouldn't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, see, I've done this to Tim. He would ah. be at Batters. Yeah, he'll be at Batters Box in Nashville at eleven o'clock, pounding beers, listening to Bo Cephas or whatever they're listening to. Just and going just going Nashville hard, and I'll play him some Celine Dion. That's what I was wondering what you throw in there. <laughs> a little Barry Manilow, and you can't change it. Yeah, there's nothing new but uh-uh. sit there and let Listen. it play. Yeah, yeah. I, I the only thing the only experience I've had with that is when they try to play things and get in front of you and get in the line and all that and that ticks me right off. Like I want to play my music. I know. And somebody else goes up there and tries to. What What would you? How would you describe it. that person with one word? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that's me. <laughs> that's who I am. You're the one that keeps controlling oh, the music. You know what? I'm 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 spending that extra credit even when no one's I in know, line. I know that makes me mad because I'm like I went up there and spent my credits. Damn it! I'm like you know what? I'll I'll spend that extra credit. Yeah. Just in case somebody walks in here and tries to jump like my ass. I just like the jukebox, you know, where <laughs> yeah. it plays in order. <laughs> I know, I know. I got to calm down. I don't get that many opportunities anymore. No, to go do it. To so go you just sit have in to a bar. Just... I mean, that was, I can't tell you the last time I went to a bar to play touch tunes. I would say that's true because I used to remember a lot of touch tunes like 
on, on my bill, card. on my credit yeah. card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it as yeah. that. No. It's more Amazon these days. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's up, download listeners? It is the biggest time of the year right now for college basketball. And I will tell you, regardless of who makes it to the final game in the tourney, one thing is for certain. It takes the most talented people working together to help these teams play at the next level. And if you are hiring, you want the most talented people on your team to help your business go to the next level. And how do you do that? Zip Recruiter. That's right, man. We just went through a big hiring process ourselves, mm-hmm. and it was helpful to have Zip Recruiter's powerful technology, which starts showing you qualified people for it immediately after you post your job. Yeah, that is crazy. Mm-hmm. Pick Zip Recruiter to help you build a winning team. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Dale Jr. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash Dale Jr. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, so I was out. I want one last thing, uh, one last human element story. Uh, I went out of town. I can't remember. The first week that I missed the show, I went out of town. And then the second week was my birthday. Yeah. Hunting. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, hunting. went hunting. Yes. I went deer hunting. had a great had a great deer hunt with Truex LW, my buddy Sean. We had a blast, and that was the first week. And you stayed here and you worked, and you put out a show. Awesome, mm-hmm. thank you. You're welcome. Um, On just a moment's notice. The second week uh, was your Millbridge show. Yes. And I went to Key West with my family because I had been dying to take Isla to the Butterfly Museum, and. Sat, we were at the Roval race weekend is happening. I'm over at the broadcast booth on Saturday working the race, and I got sick. I started getting a fever on the drive home, and my boss said, you can't have a fever within 24 hours, and you're not working tomorrow. So I didn't work the cup race. Still working that out. <laughs> um, so I... My wife had this plan for this trip. I've been wanting to take Isla to the Butterfly Museum forever since I. So I went before we had kids, and I'm like, oh, you know, we we're in Key West. When I'm in Key West, I'm gonna wake up in the morning, and I'm literally going to drink a beer as soon as it's like, no matter reason, what time it is, as soon as it's reasonable, <laughs> right? And um, <clears throat> you know, ten o'clock, maybe earlier. So we uh. We get up one morning. This is six, seven years ago. Amy's like, "I'm scheduled. We're going to the we're going to the Butterfly Museum this morning. We're gonna go eat some breakfast and Butterfly Museum." I'm like, "What in the hell?" So I'm you know I'm like, "All right, we're doing it." I'm thinking we're gonna go in there and see all these butterflies pinned up on the wall and all these learn about all these different species and just boring as just right? too educational, yeah, right? Big old educational mess. And so field trip. It was that. <laughs> for about five minutes and then you walk through these double doors into a greenhouse and it's in key west imagine it's 95 degrees hotter than hell outside you walk into this double door greenhouse and it's like cool perfect 68 degrees air conditioner blowing from all angles and a butterfly landed on my hat bill big big giant blue butterfly and then another one on my shoulder and another one on my hand and then i look around they're flying everywhere <laughs> And I ain't got kids at this point in my life. And I was like, this Everybody's is look some, at that kid. <laughs> this, is some mag- this is some magical stuff here. This is magical. It's, it is pretty This cool. is fantasy land. Yeah. And not only that, it's very uh, rainforesty. Yes. You know, curvy of, through. Yeah. Like, it's really yeah, There's cool. a little path you yeah. take, yeah. trees everywhere. Yeah. There's two pink, real giant flamingos yep. in there. There's a bridge. Yeah. Like, yeah it's, it's insane. Really cool. There's yeah. all kinds of animals crawling all over the place. Birds flying everywhere. Birds, yep. And and there's dude, a million butterflies. A million butterflies. And so I was amazed. And I was like, all right, damn glad I did this. And then we had kids. And ever since we had Isla, I'm like, I can't wait to take her there. She's going to flip. They love butterflies, right? They love everything about that. Yeah. And so finally, here's the trip. But I'm sick, you know, not feeling good. But we're going to go. We're doing the trip. And it's my birthday. So we got this uh, house that we rented, and everything was great. And I'm not feeling too bad. Uh, 
as far as my 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 illness but i got this fever that won't go away i keep getting a fever every night kind of would get a fever during the day and then at night that was worrying me because i usually would get when i get a fever i get it i break it it's over and it goes away but this was a fever that kept breaking kept coming back kept breaking kept coming back and then finally, um, and me and her tried to go out on my birth. We had a plan on my birthday to go out. We're go- I had this place I wanted to eat lunch at, and then I wanted to go to these two or three specific bars and play touch tunes. <laughs> and- yeah. And so we went and had lunch. We were sitting at lunch on Tuesday, and I was like, Amy, I'm just going to tell you, if I'm not myself, I am sore all over. I've got a fever. I don't feel great, but I don't want to go home. I want to see if I can break this fever and also have a good day. But just telling you, I'm not in myself. And so we end up going to the bar, drink a couple beers, play some touch tunes. And then uh, later that afternoon, I was like, I can't do it anymore. Let's go back to the house. So we go back to the house and um, laid in bed all the next day, feeling crummy. I'd get up every once in a while, but uh, and the girls were just outside in the pool having fun. I can hear them out there playing, giggling, and carrying on. And um, anyways, I told Amy, I said, "I'm going to the ho- I'm going to the doctor when I get back as soon as I can." And so Thursday morning we flew home, and I went right to urgent. Well, actually, I tried to call my family doctor. We have a family practice, whatever you want Which to call it. Which is a new family doctor, yeah. by the way. My right. guy, our guy retired, Within and there's the a new year. one in there. And he was, we were referred to him by our mm-hmm. doctor, and he's a great doctor, mm-hmm. this guy. Good mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. But I've lost the personal sort of experience when you call and you're like, hey, I'm sick. When can I come in? Um, there was uh, not an opportunity for me to come in that day. And I'm like, but man, you know, I feel bad. I, all my life, look, I don't know, I'm, look, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong here, fine, but all of my life, when, if you had a family doctor, and you were sick, you called, or you either, you just go and hop on in the damn waiting room, and just put your name down, and they yeah. just call you when they can, right, they just see you when they see you, they weren't able to get me in there. Part of the issue is this, I just thought about it, you, you used to have the people that worked in the office mm-hmm. that knew you, right, yes. now they're call centers, so now, because... They're underneath, yeah. you know, the novants of the atriums of the yeah. world in our area. It's a call center. Yeah. So, they you know, she don't even know who you are. No. Yeah. yeah. And so. Yeah. She don't know how close you are to your doctor. Right. And so <laughs> I couldn't get into my doctor. I couldn't go see him. And I'm telling you, dude, my ass is dragging. I am feverish. I'm feeling crappy. And so they they said, hey, we can get you on a teleconference. And I'm like, I don't even know what that. Like, what? <laughs> How do like, you tell the doctor how you feel in the know. teleconference? I mean, you know. It just feels I weird. Was, at that point, I was willing to try anything. So I said, yes, teleconference. We're doing it. So that was on the schedule for a couple hours later. And <clears throat> and it, how does the doctor have time to teleconference you but not see you in person? Right, yeah. I'm not sure how that was going to go down. I'm not sure what that experience would have been like. All the while... In the last two years, they built an urgent care in Mooresville. It's a giant building, and I'd never been to it. Uh, Amy has been there, taking the girls there a time or two, but Amy's like, we're going to go to urgent care. Let's just do that. And I'm like, are you sure? You know, urgent care, Just I've never really been to an urgent care too many times, and I just thought, meh, are you sure? Dude, we go to urgent care, and it's a massive building, brand new, spotless, all, they had all these. Uh, they had these uh, receptionists there. What can I do for you? What's your problem? Here's your paperwork. Fill it out. We'll holler at you. Go over there. Sit down. Fill out my stuff. Hand it back in. Dale, come on back here. All right, I get up. Here, the lady takes me back into the back. There's all these, you know, nurses and doctors, you know, walking around and hustling and bustling to room to room. And they put me in a room. And they're so personable. And what's your problem? Two or three people came in there to run some tests and that and other. And then the doctor comes in. They x-rayed me on site. Um, and then I get a call. Uh, actually, uh, the doctor comes in after the x-ray. And she goes, hey, man, you got pneumonia in your right lung. And I was like, really? I've never had pneumonia. And then she's like, yeah, you got pneumonia. We got, we got 
we got we're gonna do this we're gonna do this put you on this put you on this so there's like four meds i got a shot in the ass um which is always i'm always uh, okay with that because and I'll, i'll tell you why the shot in the ass doesn't bother me too bad um anyway she tells me i got pneumonia right and it's and she leaves she's coming she's she she leaves the room my phone rings and it's the my doctor's office and they're like hey we're here to connect you to the teleconference and i'm like hey guys you know what i really don't need to do that <laughs> uh, what i don't did you tell them you were in urgent care i was like i am in urgent care okay. i'm in the middle of her i'm in a room getting uh getting taken care of and i have I'm about healed <laughs> i was like they have told me that i have pneumonia so you know what we're just i'm just gonna let this play out and and i appreciate it uh but i'm not gonna do that teleconference and she's like okay and so um yeah i got diagnosed with pneumonia on thursday morning started the meds right away um by the next morning i was a whole lot better and every day since have gotten you know, just ju- just better, leaps better, better. and <laughs> i I don't fill out re- fi- I don't fill out surveys, mm-hmm. right? You send my ass a survey, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Go to the archives. Even for yeah. all the free stuff they give you, these get days? on in the junk folder there, buddy. <laughs> but this son of a gun, uh, the urgent care sent me a damn survey, boy. I poured it on. <laughs> I even I even went into the uh, the extra space where you could type in, you Please know, explain. your own personal experience. <laughs> I was like, you want, you know what? I got a little time. I got a little time to tell you about my my experience. I gave them a raving review. Were, Excellent. That's good. All across the board. So, um, thank you to the Mooresville Urgent Care for helping me get over this. <laughs> Who knows what would have happened? I might have missed another damn week of work. Yeah. But. uh the reason so the reason why the shot in the ass so um they offered it i was like yeah i didn't even know they still did that you know our dad right yeah when dad would get a runny nose so little sore throat tinge of anything right any kind of s- drives his ass right to the family doctor says i want a shot right now and they're like what's the, what's the matter and he's like <laughs> i'm getting a cold give me the usual i'm about to get a cold i cannot be sick and he would it was a penicillin shot right yeah. mm-hmm. i mean the old style and he would just do that instead. And they're like, you know what? We can give you this prescription, this 30-day. Uh-uh. Give me the shot. Quick. Get all in there right now. Wow. And so, uh, <laughs> and so, you know, everything that I, everything that dad did, this is a, um, uh, everything, you know, we, if you're, you know, if you really look up to your parents, whatever they do, you're like, that's what I'm doing. That's how I'm doing it. And so I always did that. That's what you're doing. Like, you know, 15 years ago, drive in there. Hey, give me a shot in the ass. I'm I'm feeling bad. I remember one time we visited mom. Um, it hurts. In the summer, yeah. <laughs> well, it sometimes sore. hurts. It hurts, yeah. but it's yeah. sore. That spot's sore for yeah. a couple of days. Yeah. But dude, it's so much better than sitting there and popping a pill yeah. twice a day for 15 days or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. And so when they said, "Hey, man, we're going to give you a shot," and I'm like. We're gonna get, we're gonna be better in a day, I promise you, because that yeah. damn shot in the ass is exactly. And you needed to be better yeah. quick. Yeah, you had. A I was like, man, Amy, I know this is the place. When they offered <laughs> yeah. the, when they offered me that, I was like, we are in the right place to be. And yeah. they do everything. I mean, <laughs> urgent cares do everything yeah. these days. That's what I asked yeah. about. I was like, did they they X-ray you right on the spot? Because it's great when you find yeah. an urgent care that can do everything. Yeah. Like, I gotta tell you, man. Yeah. All the nurses, so kind. Yeah. And the doctor, she was on top of it and gave me everything I needed. And boy, I I was sitting in that room getting ready to check out, getting the getting the alerts from my pharmacy that my stuff was ready. Dang, huh? How about that? It's fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, thank you. Good to urgent care. We are yeah, we're better. New urgent care fan, dude. There. I've been coughing for yeah. a month. Yeah, I've been coughing this green stuff for two weeks. I didn't know what was going on. I kept and I got a, I had a fever for five days straight. That's serious. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. Took you a while to get to the doctor. Mm-hmm. You have. Those I'm a little hard headed. Well, that's what I was gonna say. You have those yeah. people. You have some that run to the doctor, like you said, at the first sniffle. I was gonna try to party it out in Key West. That did <laughs> not work. <laughs> no. Anyways, uh, mention our live show in in Vegas. I thought I, I thought that went really well, guys. I mean, we haven't really had a chance to really sit down and pat our ass on the back, but I mean, I think everybody here uh, deserves a big round of applause. Yeah, let's do it. Woo! Yeah. 
We went toe to toe with Barry Manilow. Yeah, <laughs> hey, there you go. Um, he was actually playing at the same venue at the same time. I'm a huge fan, and you know what? I was hesitant to say that because I didn't thought y'all were gonna try to bring him over there. <laughs> and I was so nervous that I didn't want to. I was too scared to meet him. Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Do you Just remember when I became him. a Barry Manilow fan, Kelly? Not really. Probably in a Monte Carlo going from Virginia back and forth. Exactly. Oh, that see. very. You remember that drive? I do. I mean, we took it That enough. drive. <laughs> no, there was one specific drive where Kelly's like, play whatever you want. And I had the whole CD case in front of me. I think I had two or three in, my, in, the, in the floorboard. Oh, this is when we were older driving. You were... I was just 16. Okay, but I was driving us there. You were driving us yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. We... Kelly yeah. had Barry Manilow's greatest hits. I did. I and like I, yeah. And so we listened to it front to back <laughs> on this ride. And I'm like, damn, man, I do dig this. <laughs> and so from that moment on, Barry Manilow, big fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How about so that, that? was kind of cool that he was playing at the same spot. Um, we shared the stage. I mean, we had Door Bumper Clear there. Steve LaTarte, Andrew did a great job um, running the show. From what I've seen on uh, Fan Reaction, uh, it's been, they had a great time. Uh, <clears throat> and so that was that was probably my main concern. Did they feel like it was worth their time, right? I know everybody came there and smirked, laughed, had a giggle, but was it really worth that effort to come, you know, to, to, to spend that night there? There's so many things to do in Vegas. People that are there to buy tickets to come to see the race, there is so many opportunities and things that they could be doing all across town and they chose to spend that few hours with us and um and i mean barry manilow was next door yeah, my yeah. goodness yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> apparently um westgate's where elvis played oh. yeah oh, really he had a residence there for several years really? yeah yeah and so um yeah like i mean he played a bunch of shows really in in that in that Result. How was this sharing the stage with all those personalities? Everything it actually good? flowed really flowed good. Really well. um, what one of the things that I've learned in in the broadcast booth is, man, you really got to be patient and allow other people to talk. You always have something to say, but you can't be the only one talking all the time. And also, when somebody's telling a story or you're saying something, and I go, oh. Oh, yeah. you know, I got to yeah. add, I got to add, yeah. I got a thought. You know, you got to be patient. Let that person finish. Let them go where they're going to go. If yeah. you could still add, add. If your ad is now, you know, if the Not, ship sailed, yeah. yeah, let it go. And it's hard, yeah, right? Because you want to dominate yeah. or you want to control. Or well, you, you want to tell your story. You want to tell your story, yeah, right? You yeah. Part. yeah. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. So, okay. So connect the dots to this. We got a package for, for, uh, Freddie in the mail. It was a gallon of Fireball. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I was carrying it through the office. Why did yesterday. we get a gallon of Fireball? Because <laughs> every, I mean, that, the door bumper Clear Boys ought to be sponsored by them. Jesus Christ! Yeah, like a freaking walking billboard. Kelly, exclusively. I was, I was carrying this in the office yesterday. Yeah. Just a brown paper bag. I had to explain it yeah. was for Freddie. We passed in the hallway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they <laughs> they took a like, shot on stage, hmm. so that made every you know everybody on stage, myself included, feel peer pressured into joining them um i don't know when we'll do another one of those but that was fun i think we learned a lot i think we can get better um but i really love the format i love the the idea i wouldn't change you know sort of the angle of the show and exactly what we're trying to deliver but um so good first experience it was good now that we've got a, a lap under our belt it, we all can come we all kind of can come with some more stories that we think it would fit right everybody's going to have a different opinion like um i think that you know certainly something we ought to continue to try to do let's uh go over the racing in las vegas this past weekend riley herps finally won his first xfinity series race after 139 starts and i tell you right now i mean that was that was an emotional thing i don't know how everybody else i don't know how it um felt to anyone else watching at home or, you know, whether you were there or not, but standing up in that booth and being so close to, you know, him uh, down on the front straightaway going on and on about how this was such a big deal to him, well, I, it really hit me. Uh, pretty cool. He's a great dude. Yeah, he's a... Um, you know, he, he he's a great dude. You When you hear, you know, when you see what he's... When you 
when you look at what he's done on the racetrack or the lack of what he's done, and you you kind of get snippets of his background, where he's from, where he grew up, there's some preconceived notions, right? Um, there's some assumptions that are not all great about what kind of, you know, if you were to go walk up to him. Stereotypes. Talk to yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. What would he say? How would he act? I'm telling you. I've been more than impressed every time I've ever had a chance to even engage with him at the racetrack and talk to him. He is the nicest kid. And uh, I think everybody that is in the industry and has had a chance to ever speak to him couldn't have been happier for him to finally break through. Well, incredible. At his home track, I mean, you know he had, I mean, all the important people that he wanted to be there were there to share that with him, right? A so, great point. Gosh. Yeah. yeah I incredible. guess if he wanted to script it, he would have scripted it exactly that incredible. way. Incredible. Well, great for Riley. Um, and right on the heels of announcing that he's coming back in that car, you know, they had a little frustration through the playoffs. He feels like they were good enough to make it, but the mm -hmm. car and a couple other things, you know, failed him. And uh, they get a chance to do it all over again the next year. And I think coming off of a win makes everybody feel like, all right, yeah, we're making the right decision. This yeah, is it's definitely nothing better than that. Right. Kyle Larson beats Christopher Bell in the cup race. Larson advanced to the championship four. Um I did not have Larson in my championship four. Yeah, Ooh. I'm getting a lot of for that. So here's the deal: we got, you know, this is so convenient uh, for the rest for everybody else. You get to just kind of decide who your championship four is on a whim, and I can ask you a minute later, and you can just give me a whole different, res you know, set of answers. Um, but me, you know what? I don't think you're allowed to change. I picked my championship four many, many months ago. And so, you know, I'm 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 gonna stick to my decision. I'm not gonna, you know, look at the results and go, well, I better change it because now I've got a different opinion. Now I don't you know, if you got a different opinion, that's fine. But don't give me a load of that I didn't pick Larson. Cause I my set my four way back, right? I'm not looking. I'm not looking off the off the most recent <clears throat> most recent yeah. results. Yeah. But to a fan's point that so sh uh, that reached out on social media, how could you not pick Larson with Vegas and Homestead in this round? And I, that's a true that's a true statement. I think I did not take into consideration how good he is at those racetracks. Um, and so yeah, it's a, a little bit of an oversight there. But, damn it, you know, there's eight drivers, and they're all damn good. And so I don't know that Larson is a unanimous uh, decision for the final four on every ballot. But I picked my four many months ago, and I don't believe you should be allowed to adjust and change. If you're wrong, your ass is <laughs> wrong. wrong. Mm -hmm. And uh, Blaney, he is the guy that I've chosen to win the championship. Oh. Do I think that he is – Running like a champion right now? Not really, but I'm not changing my vote, right? I picked him way back in freaking January. Mm -hmm. So I picked, that's my that's the bed I'll, I'm laying in. It. Just... And so he gets, he gets dis disqualified yes. for the left front shock. Apparently NASCAR had an issue with their template, and they rescinded the penalty, and we're back. We're back, baby. Blaney <laughs> is have back. A chance. <laughs> I still got a shot at this to look to save a, a little face, right? Yeah. Save you a little face. Tell them Larson I got, people. I got the egg on my face from the Larson <laughs> debacle, and we're we're but we're still in it with Blaney. Um, so I'm. So who's your other two? Oh, who's your other three? Blaney. Uh, you got Hamlin, Hamlin, Truex, and Truex, and uh, Byron's. Deal. Byron and Blaney. Okay. Yeah. All right. All yeah. Right. Um, you know I. I, it's hard for when somebody's like, "Hey, man, pick, pick the best four. It's so, it's it's like, okay, do you want me to just really pick the best four, or do you want me to give you a little twist on that? I mean, some of these guys in on the NBC team are calling Busher through to the finals, mm -hmm. um, and and which is, you know, he's a, he's a bit of an underdog to make it. Can he can make it? Any of them can make it, but uh, I just. It would have been easy to say Larson, right? Of course, yeah. Larson's amazing. Of course, he's a, a great shot at making the Final Four. 
but I thought maybe he might not. <laughs> he wasn't running that great before he the playoffs started. No, yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. No, Hendrick as a, as a whole was kind of stumbling. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, they get back to the mile and a half, and they're back at it. Jamming. Yeah. Have you heard of Nordic Knots? The Scandinavian rug company that has become the insider brand gracing some of the most beautiful homes around the world? With rug designs by some of the world's leading designers and a signature collection of wool and jute rugs in modern colors? But Nordic Knots is not just about great design. Their mission is to make quality rugs that last, with no compromises. Goodweave certified, handmade pieces woven in all natural materials. At NordicKnots.com, it's easy to find a rug that's just right. A curated collection in lots of colors and sizes to choose from. Even custom sizes are possible. So, whether you're the type who loves the understated elegance of their luxury essentials or the bold statements from their top designer collaborations, you can't really go wrong. Oh, and don't tell anyone, but right now, you can get a free sample with the code INNERCIRCLE. NordicKnots.com Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Cabo sold his truck team to Spire Motorsports. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I guess my, um, just, you know, what's not so much comment on that, but what do you think is your curiosity of what's next? Me, uh, how much of the, how much of KBM will continue on underneath the the umbrella, right? Aspire. Will they, will they somewhat break it down into taking all the best parts and putting it into, into a smaller piece? Yeah. Or will there be multiple trucks out there for Spire? Yeah, when you look at it in two years, what does it look like? That's a good point. That's right. I like it. I know that they, you know, the building itself will be a big benefit for them, but of the truck operation, the actual trucks and the two, how many does Kyle have? Two? Two, three trucks. Three trucks. Two full-time yeah. and then the right. 51, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, how much of that is going to continue on years down the road? Yeah. Carson Hosevar is going to drive the 77 for Spire Motorsports in the Cup Series, skipping right over the Xfinity Series. Man, I wish he would have came here. Yeah, he's a fun kid. He's a wheel man. Yeah, he is a fun. Yeah. He's going to be fun to watch. Um, and he's driving that 42 car and doing a decent job, seeing some glimpses of what can be. Yep. Um, it was just announced this past, uh, tw- in the past 24 hours, I guess, John Hunter Nemechek's going to drive that car at Homestead. I think that's smart. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. John Hunter Nemechek's going to get in this yeah, car. He's, he's it, racing yeah. it next year. Yes, it's a Chevrolet. It will be a Toyota. All those things sort of being able to happen are good. Um. And then Carson, I guess, is going to finish out the year in the final race, at, uh, or the final two races at Martinsville and Phoenix. Um, <clears throat> iRacing and NASCAR are going to develop a console video game for 2025. Basically, what happened was is iRacing has acquired the rights to create NASCAR content outside of the PC market. So there's an agreement with NASCAR and iRacing for the iRacing service that, or a service that we currently understand on the PC format. And uh, but iRacing has now attained the the rights to be able to build uh, content on Xbox, PlayStation, and, and all other areas. So that's great for NASCAR. I think obviously it's amazing for iRacing, and um, I think iRacing will do a great job. Kelly, they uh, just recently built a World of Outlaws game, yes. right? Yeah, that which was, has been highly successful. For right. Them. So you you race in that world with Wyatt, yep. so you would understand how how that game was received by yep. that community. Yep. Yeah, it's I mean it's been received great and they've added tracks and and got some new updates out. I'm curious though from the perspective of, you know, the iRacing part of it and it the 
I mean, it is so technical and whatnot, how that will translate to the console game, right? With yeah. what people have played in the console games prior to then this and well, what I've, that will look like. I've yeah. been in a few conversations yeah. with iRacing about their vision yeah. and it's very, it's, it's, it's absolutely what you would expect uh, in terms of there's some, there's some realism, but also the, the console side of it is has to has to uh, appeal to a wide audience, mm -hmm. right? A very mm -hmm. general wide audience. So, I think that they're going to nail the target. Um, they most everything they do, well, everything they do, they've done. They well. do a good job. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, the 2024 schedule was released. Notable changes: uh, the clash is back at the Coliseum. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I, I prefer I can it to take move it on. Or leave it, yeah. 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 I don't dig yeah. it over there. I don't anymore. dig it, but it was good yeah. for a couple of years. But yeah. I'm ready for something yeah. else yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta replaces Fontana's race number two. I'm good with that. That's yeah. The first thing I thought of there is will it snow? Yeah. Because that's what used to happen. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's not, Atlanta being the number two race on the schedule has. Oh, it was postponed quite. Yeah. A few times in our lifetime. Bristol back-to-back -back concrete races, but no. So the no dirt's dirt. gone, mm -hmm. but no. This was the one thing that pissed me off. So I was going to run the first Bristol Xfinity race if it was on the schedule, and, and it's not. They don't run Xfinity. It's don't run there twice. It's truck and a uh, cup. Yeah, Xfinity doesn't run yeah, there twice. Huh? I'm disappointed in that. I wanted to go there and race in the spring uh -huh. in the Xfinity car. We just had such a great run there at the night race. Well, I'm sure if you would have told them that, they'd have probably done Damn some it. different things. I don't know what the <laughs> hell. Xfinity used to go there twice a year. They I thought did. it was a given they that did. that was going to happen. Are we somewhere instead or are we off? I can't recall. Off. Yeah, got it. Uh, but I am glad Bristol's not doing dirt anymore. Oh, well, that's what I was going to say. I think, yeah. and that looks like an overwhelming response that we're, I saw. That means we're getting closer to paving it with asphalt. No I think. dirt. No probably dirt. not. The All Star race is back at North Wilsboro. Uh, it will be repaved. I think that the repave is great. I, I'm glad they tried the old asphalt. I don't think the old asphalt is why we had such a sort of lackluster race in, in, in terms of uh, action and racing. And I don't know that the repave is entirely the answer. NASCAR has a serious problem with the next-gen car at the short tracks, mm -hmm. any short tracks. Um, that, to me, is – I'm a I'm, – I'm, I'm putting something on NASCAR here, man. I'm really trusting them and hoping that they're going to fix this. They got it figured out. They got to. the, And it's not so much like, look, man, it took forever for Wilkesboro to come back. It was a pro. It, it, there was a lot of people that thought it would never happen. And yeah. now it's here and the product is so bad. Yeah, now it's got to be good, right? We got yeah. to fix the product. Yeah. yeah. How long can North Wilkesboro hang on? Um, Iowa is on the cup schedule for the very first time. This has got to be thrilling for a lot of people. That now, have been so many people love racing Iowa. They do. Yeah. And there's a lot of fans that have been begging yes, for Iowa to get yes. on this opportunity. So yes. I think that's cool. I can't wait to see the racing there. Brickyard 400 is back at the Oval. Everybody's about that. Uh, there's a two-week Olympic break. Not sure I'm thrilled about that. <laughs> I don't like a break in our schedule. That, that, well, two weeks is a long time. Well, yeah. I don't like a yeah. break in our schedule determined by other sport. Yeah, true. Look, nothing against the Olympics, but we would always adjust our schedule based on, well, if, you know, the NFL's doing this and this is happening, there's a primetime game here, and we got, so we're always like moving for everybody else. Hell with that. Leach, <laughs> <laughs> we, we ought to be doing what we want to do. Move for us. Yeah, you move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Darlington is the regular season cutoff race, um, and I, that is really only because they did not want to move from that date. Ah, uh, mm -hmm. makes sense. It's historical. Yep. And I love it. So some traditions remain. Atlanta, Watkins Glen, and Bristol now are the round of 16. Um, now, you know, you know the racing in Atlanta is pretty insane. Uh, Watkins Glen and Bristol, I mean, that's a, that's a crazy Bristol's round. A, yeah, that is a crazy round. I would caution NASCAR, whoever it is that's making the decisions for these rounds, I would caution them to have some purity. You know, I mean, I, we've got some crazy races that can go into these rounds, right? Some bonker, uh, like a, a Talladega or a Daytona in any round is a wild idea, yeah, it's right? Yeah, game changer. Um, but Atlanta, Watkins Glen, and Bristol... That's like a lot happening. 
in one moment, right? That's like like three races that could just go any yeah. direction. That so might, you're saying that there should be one that's kind of a pure, constant, yeah, just a mile and a half, yeah, yeah. yeah let's. I would caution them not to get too, too wild, wild, yeah, yeah. Uh, because the the end result could be a flukish sort of vibe, right? Um, and so, anyways, I know that they want to make moments, and I get that. We absolutely have to make those moments. But these rounds, man, are getting crazy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, championship races at Phoenix for the fourth straight year. You know, I don't know what's that. I don't know what that's all about. I love Phoenix. <laughs> I love going there. Um, you would think they would change it up just the way they want to do I things. I think everybody but, misses yeah. Homestead. Yeah. Yeah. And it's such home, – yep. Homestead, for the last race of the year, maybe it's just me, man, but it just felt right. It was perfect. Um, when I would be down there, it felt – you know, it. You know what is synonymous with finishing the year is that Florida sunset, man. It was like it. The vibe at the racetrack and everything about what was the truck race and the championship celebration on the front straightaway, the Xfinity race, and then the championship celebration on. It was like we were just. It was like clockwork, and it felt right. It matched, and and all those beautiful sunsets and. The nice warm weather. <laughs> I mean, nothing. There's not one thing bad I can say about it, other than the fact that it's kind of in the far, far corners of the of the country, right? It's like it's not central. Uh, as far neither as, is Phoenix. No, it ain't. <laughs> no, it ain't. Which I don't love that either. Yeah. But um, yeah, I miss I miss the races ending. I miss the season ending at Homestead. But I think I could get the same experience at a Daytona or somewhere else. You know, I love the warm environment. I love finishing at a comfortable space. You know, we don't want to go somewhere and in in the season and celebrate in a in our in our fur coats. Um, but I don't know, man. Phoenix. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else. You, what what else? It Phoenix would be. is a tough one. Yeah, at least rotate it. I mean, you can't have a wild card race as the last one though, because again, you end up in that situation where yeah something crazy could happen. But I still also feel like Phoenix. Of is so far from home it is and we end there in the dark yeah. well i know we do on the xfinity side and not yeah. stay for the cup but <laughs> yeah i wonder what that's like and if uh, i'm there at phoenix and uh i've never watched it from the seat of the i've never watched it from the east coast on my television is it is it hitting no it's weird it's it's like because every big sport world series super bowl it, it's nighttime it ends yeah. at nighttime and you get that championship celebration under the lights and homestead i feel like had that great front stretch of like where it was blue yeah. and the lights would just reflect right off and you felt like you're on a big stage yeah you know but phoenix i don't get that same vibe you yeah. know i understand yeah i know right i get it that that's what i mean like when i'm at the when when we're celebrating the championships at home at homestead yeah it feels like a moment yes it does when it's happening at phoenix it's kind of like another. It's like a, it's yeah. Like, there's got just this nothing weird. climatic about it. Is, yeah. there, is there another yeah. race next week? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Plus, we only go to Homestead yeah. once a year, yeah. and that's what also I feel like made it special. Is like this place feels like the championship venue because you don't see it earlier in the yeah, season. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And we get a finish twice. Well, yeah. those are the um, those are the changes to the schedule. I think uh, I, you know. Look, we picked it apart, <laughs> but there's a lot of great stuff happening. NASCAR, I'm, I love where we're headed. Uh, there's a, Like I say, there's a couple things we need to do better. Short track package is probably top of my list. During the past few months, our friends at Lionel Racing have been busy making the new late model diecast tools important to Lionel that fans can get diecast cars that accurately represent what's run on the racetrack. And that's also important to race teams, drivers, and to me personally. So our licensing team at Junior Motorsports has been working hand-in-hand -hand with the production team at Lionel to make sure that these new late model diecasts have updated details and are something that collectors will be happy with, and I think that we have nailed it. From several of the late model stock cars that I've driven over the last several months to late models of other drivers like Kevin Harvick, Kyle Larson, Josh Berry, and some of today's biggest names in short track racing, Fans can now get a brand new late model diecast that not only has this new body, but also an updated chassis and interior. Lionel Racing's new late model diecast is available to order in both 124 and 164 scales. 
at lionelracing.com. And if you use promo code LATEMODEL23, you'll get free shipping. So check out the 2023 Late Model Diecast on offer at lionelracing.com and be sure to use Late Model 23 to get free shipping on your purchase. The connection between you and your therapist matters. That's why Alma focuses on helping you find the right someone to talk to, not just anyone. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search by what you want to focus on, like anxiety, relationships, or big life transitions. You can also specify preferences around gender, race, faith, and more to help you find someone who's more likely to understand where you're coming from. Alma also makes it easy for therapists to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of providers in their directory accept insurance for sessions, so you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash notjustanyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash notjustanyone. All right, it's time for the white flag. Junior Motorsports had a strong showing to kick off the round of eight in the Xfinity Series. Sam Mayer came home with a fifth place finish and Justin Algar was sixth. Algar sits second in the playoff point standings, 21 points to the good of the cut line. Mayor is six, 16 points below. A little work to do the rest of this round. I returned to the Xfinity Series behind the wheel of the number 88 Bass Pro Shop Chevrolet this weekend at Homestead Miami Speedway. I cannot wait. I sat in the car this morning, and it is comfortable. It's the same car we raced at Bristol. We washed it off, fixed the problems that we had there, and should have a great time when we get there friday a little practice and qualifying friday evening the race saturday cars tour is back in action this weekend at tri-county motor speedway and the points battle is heating up between carson quapel and brendan butterbean queen with only two races remaining in the season tune in to flow racing saturday october 21st at 6 p.m eastern there's a couple of stars that are racing in the pro series as well i've heard we've had some unique entries that people may be interested in hearing about um Listen to Door Bumper Clear and Actions Detrimental. They're out now. A new episode of Speed Street will drop tomorrow. And Dirty Modo Boys, they're back at it on Thursdays as usual to preview their best bets for Homestead. Tomorrow, we've got Johnny Morris coming to the Bojangle studio. And that episode will be out tomorrow. So, hope you guys have a great Tuesday. We're going to see you back here tomorrow with Johnny. Check out Dirty Mo Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.